Greetings, Season 2 listeners. Today, we will be discussing financial life as a musician. I'm John Lee, the main host for this season, joined by today's guest, Job. Hello, Job. Hi. Hi, Job. Could you tell me more about yourself? Okay, so uh, I'm Job Wong. I currently study in Taylor's in Bachelor of Laws, and uh, I work as a drummer around town. So you're like a gig drummer or like a, in a band or something? Yeah, I gig with my brothers at some of the bars and, and clubs around town. Mm. Okay, so actually, a fun fact, Job is like my uh, music club colleague. He's a band <laughs> manager for uh, Taylor's Music Club. So I know him well, but since you guys are the um, listeners, we'll explain more about Job later on. So basically, Job is a drummer and he, he plays all types of percussions. Are you, t- you play drum, but also other... Yeah, uh, so generally it's either I play the drums or I play the cajon, which is like a box of sorts, which kind of replicate the sound of a drum. Yeah, but I heard that when you know how to play drum, you basically know how to play all, like all the other percussions. Is that true? Uh, kind of true to a certain extent, but like percussionists are better at you know playing percussion instruments like bongos and stuff, much better than me. La. Like I don't particularly focus on instruments like that so what's the difference between like drum and percussion because drum is also like pre-percussion so yeah so that's true so drums is like a percussion instrument but basically when i refer to drum i refer to the drum kit where it's like the traditional western drum kit you mm. know most people play and for percussionists most of the time they focuses more on like like individual percussion instrument like the bongos the congos or mm. tambourine cowbell or, or whatever so basically they they master that side of the instrument mm. but most percussionists know how to play the drum most drummer to know how to play like percussion instruments like that as well most of the time it's interchangeable lah. yeah okay so can you tell more about like what your gig is about what is a gig actually what mm, so uh basically it's just like being hired to bars or clubs or whatever to play as a live band uh to entertain people who come to the place uh. so yeah that's basically all there is to that is it more like a freelancing yeah you you could say so like so okay so most places they hire you and uh you come back every week so mm. but it's it's freelancing in a way that most musicians they don't stick to one bar uh, for a very long time. Mm. There are some, there are certain exceptions to that, of course, and also there's the uh, occasional events or functions like weddings and stuff like that. So yeah, so there's both side to it, I guess. Mm. So which one? Which side are you? Are you in like right now currently? Uh, I do both, but mostly it's uh, bars and clubs and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm, so you're you're sticking to. Do you stick to a certain bar or like do you just go around everywhere? Uh, these couple of months have have been like going around everywhere, so oh. I I haven't stick to like one bar for too long uh, these days. So yeah. basically, it's like very fluctuant lah. Like this month, yeah. you might be going around somewhere, then the other month you might be sticking because the bar is actually good. They treat you well. They pay you well. Yeah, it it is. It, you know, like sometimes you you get um. 
you know, not so nice manager or a not so nice audience or a crowd that doesn't really fit your style well. So you jump ship, uh, and mm. sometimes it really matches well. So you stick with a place. Yeah, basically, I feel like job is in job is like the what do you call a gig economy member, if I can say that. And gig economy is becoming big. It's the future. It's the future, and it's the is it's a new type of economy where people really don't really look at look into it. And I feel like job is in the gig economy that not not many people know about because. What when what we think is we we have a job and we go nine to nine to five, like it's a perm it's a permanent job. Um, permanent for like a few years, I guess. If you're good enough, then you stay there. But like I feel like gig is more like spontaneous, right? Spontaneous. Yeah, it it is more spontaneous. Yeah, in the sense that you are not really tied down to one place most of the time. So you are free to make a lot of decisions, and also in the sense that you are not like contractually bound mm. to one place. There, there are certain bars who do that, but that's not really you know. Uh, I I don't really participate in that, and also that's not really ethical in in a sense as well. That's not preferred, as yeah. as a in a gig economy. So contracts yeah, so, are not really ethical. Yeah, so contracts usually they do that to kind of like newer musicians who come on the scene. So. Uh, they try to tie those uh, newer musicians down with a contract, mm. and they give a really low wage, and they can't really advance from there due to the contract being there. Yeah, so usually some bars do that to bully some musicians, I guess. <laughs> mm. I feel like gig economy is is the future because it focuses on your skill rather than you know I know you, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna hire you or like I'm not gonna fire you because you're my friend. It's more like Gig is like you can hire anybody that's good right now on the spot, and your skill reflect the pay reflects the skill. So I feel like it's a good, it's a good economy, I guess. How do you feel mm-hmm. about the gig economy? Yeah. yeah, definitely. It's you know it's I think it's much better than uh, the economy of like you know just sticking at one place for forty years until you retire. I feel like that's kind of a very boring place to be. Mm. But of course, there are like uh, different sites. To you know the gig economy as well, mm. you know, with some people might be bullying. Where, uh, also some musicians they don't really stand up for themselves. So like, their quality might be really high, but they get really shit uh, mm. wages and stuff mm. like that. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. There's always bullying in some places, but mm. the economy is more focused on the skills. So, your pay reflects that too. So if you're bad, mm. then most of the time your pay is good. Yeah. I mean, I mean. Your pay is low, and if you're good, yeah, your pay is high. Yes, that's what's mm-hmm. good. So I, I know you as a very good drummer. Actually, you you adapt right on the spot, like very, very neatly. You just go in like that and just, you know, land in. <laughs> I guess that's the word. So, I'm pretty sure you get a very high pay, right? Uh, I mean it's it's subjective and it's also relative. Relative. Yeah. But I, it's it's decent, I guess. Yeah. Also because I work with my brother, mm. who used to study in a music college, and he has been in the scene for quite a while. So mm. basically, um, through that, my pay is higher than I would say a lot of uh, drummers here. Mm. So, in a sense, like we want to know what what a musician is to you right now. Like, what are you as a musician? 
Do you have anything to say about uh, that? Do you mean the life, like, like the life that I lead, or like, in terms of music itself? Uh, right now, like in terms of music, like what what are you as a musician, and like? Ah, uh, okay. So, basically, I'm I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty relaxed with my style and also what I do with uh with drumming and stuff. So. Uh, you know, I work on gigs, and I'm not particular about genres and stuff like that. So, I'm alright with anything really because I just want to learn. Mm. And I'm also alright with you know, like music club stuff, which mm. are you know not paid, but I still mm. enjoy doing that because you know it's part of my passion. Yeah, I can see that because you're like the most frequently present member in music club. When I <laughs> when every jam session, I see you there. Almost every jam session, I see you there. So I feel like that's a part of uh, you that I can learn from. But as a relaxed musician, what what is money to you? Like, do you use it as a tool to kind of like in uh, learn more, rip, um, excel more in your music career, or like just use it for entertainment? Yeah, uh, that's definitely both sides. So there's only so much to you. There's only so much you can do with money in terms of uh, improving your skills as a musician. So of course, I I buy new equipments, I repair equipments when they're broken, basic stuff like that. And sometimes I I I buy new stuff just because I I like the sound of it better. But uh, you can't really imp- you can't really improve your skill if it isn't there. So I also have to work on like more technical stuff which doesn't require money. And in terms of spending money on enjoyment, I guess uh. I guess I do that quite a lot as well, and I would say the balance is about, uh, in terms of improving equipment, it's only, you know, it's only like twenty percent or thirty percent of the of the job, I guess. Mm. So, well, so would you say like, you you spend about fifty percent of your income on entertainment? Is that um, not really, uh. Actually, yeah, that's quite true. Actually, fifty. I would say it's about fifty percent on uh, enjoyment, and then may maybe about twenty percent go into savings or twenty to thirty percent go into savings and and stuff, and then some for you know investing in better equipment. Mm. But I don't really have something that's fixed, so mm. it kind of fluctuate every month depending on how that month goes. Mm. So if you feel like yeah. it, then you just. Just go go in. Yep, I'm not a very disciplined person. Like <laughs> person. <laughs> Do you feel that most drummers are like this? Most drummers, uh, I actually haven't met a lot of uh, you know, gigging drummers. But I would say most musicians are kind of like this. Yeah, that's uh, that's how I would describe it. Yeah, to be honest, me as a musician, I really love to um look for new mics, and yeah, as a singer, actually. Like new mic is always attractive, especially with better sound quality at such a cheap price. You always want to cop it, even though you have like one mic already or like another mic. In my mm-hmm. at my house, I already have three mics, and I still want more. That's, I think that's the part of a musician. You always want better um, equipment yeah. to showcase your skills. Yeah, that's that's very true. Like in terms of drums. Like buying cymbals and stuff like that, and I know guitarists love buying new pedals and yes. guitars and stuff. Yeah. Since since music is so expensive, right? Mm-hmm. Many people think 
if you want to be an artist or if you want to be a musician, you you have to be broke. To what extent can you agree to that? All right. Okay. So for this statement, right, uh, I I would categorize myself as extremely lucky in the sense that uh, mm. my brother is a working musician, so I got together with him and I worked it out, but. Um, so for my position, I wouldn't agree with that with that statement, but I would say for a lot of musicians starting out, especially not around KL, like in in other states, like uh you know Johor, Penang, or whatever, uh, that statement might might be more agreeable to them than mm. uh than myself. So I guess that's true in in some sense, and I would say that's true in a lot of cases. But personally, it it doesn't quite apply to me. So, so usually, how much does drum kits and like the repairman costs? Uh okay, so I have one drum kit at home, uh, like my home back in Johor, which I only use for like uh, when I, I only use when I get home or for certain special occasions. Uh, that kit in its entirety, it's about ten thousand to twelve thousand. And uh, the the current kit that I'm using to gig around KL, it's uh, it's an electronic kit, and it's around three to four k if I'm I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So so that's that's about the range that you can go with it. So do you have any advice, especially in terms of finance, to give to the starting uh, starting drummers to who wants to gig around? Hmm. Well, first of all, that's that's gonna be like that's gonna be a lot of hardships. So I personally didn't experience too much of that, fortunately, because as I said, I work with my brother. But I can see that, like you know, in in the current environment, it's extreme, especially for drummers, because drummers is kind of, you know, as a bar owner, they 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 won't want drummers to come in their clubs mo- most of the time because they think it's too loud, they think it's unnecessary, and um. So singers get higher pay, guitarists get higher pay, keyboardists get higher pay. That's usually how it goes. And as far as advice, I would say you know find a find a person that you can cling on to, you know like a band or whatever. So generally, it's not the drummer that get hired by by himself or herself. Mm. It's usually the singer or the band that gets hired, and then the drummer just comes along with it. So I would say like clinging to a tight community of people. You know that 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 you really work well with is you know good advice. Yeah, I think there's a saying like, you can be good with money but not attract money, right? So I feel like you has you have to be a decent person yourself. So you make you make people like you so that some people can actually recommend you to other people, and that itself would bring money to you, right? Mm-hmm. But also like, uh, there's a like. When you suddenly, you know, going from high school with zero income to suddenly earning quite a bit through the gig economy, sometimes you tend to get overwhelmed and you spend too much. You know mm. that that kind of happened to me when I when I first started, mm. and it might be still happening right now. So, uh, basically, that would you know be kind of control, kind of control your uh, expenses by a bit, especially in terms of you know stuff like uh, alcohol and 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 stuff like that. Mm. Yeah. So, your advice is, there are hardships and cling on to someone, and also don't spend too much. Get your shit together, and 
basically yeah. something like that. Don't spend too much. Yeah, that's Don't kind get of overwhelmed. Don't get too excited. If you if you yeah, see and, money and invest, save money for the rainy day, uh, because like you know day. in in the gig economy, sometimes you get fired, you got no job mm. for one or two months. So mm. in that one or two months, you are suddenly broke and you have nothing to, you have no money, you have no gigs. So you know I would say, uh, save save some money. <laughs> are there are there any pay delay de- uh, delay like I course personally I really experienced that a lot as a songwriter. I get paid delays for like one week, two weeks, and like I can't really spend money on that spot even after like submitting my project. Yeah, um, because the entire scene is so loose, and like I said, that there, there's no contract whatsoever. There's definitely places where where they delay a lot. Uh, some places you go in, you finish the set, they give you cash. So places like that are good, but then. You know, some places the the most delay I've experienced is about one month. Oh wow! So, yeah. That's a long time. So how how did you, um, kind of. Maintain the money, making and uh, like the money flow. So, so basically at that time I, uh, I had two gigs, at that time, so thankfully one of them, uh. One of them delayed the payment, but the other paid in cash. So mm. I still had, you know, one revenue stream. So it's it's kind of fine for me. Mm. Yeah. So that doesn't really bother me too much, uh. mm, So basically, what he's saying is like, I was lucky enough to have another gig, mm-hmm. and even though there was a payment delay, I he still were able to like maintain his um, lifestyle. But let's mm-hmm. say you're a beginning drummer, there is gonna be a hardship like more than you can imagine and you might get fired like after one gig and you might not have a job for what job said was one to two months but also three four months five months six months or even a year so Mm -hmm. always prepare yourself and get a contingency plan yeah something like that so any Mm -hmm. last words for um, musicians especially drummers specifically um I think like the scene is quite unforgiving especially for you know drummers and I experienced some of that and I think most drummers who want to get into this scene would experience even more of that because of how lucky I was when I got into the scene so I guess my advice would be just you know to sit tight and endure that and also in terms of financial advice I don't think I'm in a very good place to give that Mm. but I would say definitely you know, save up money for um, for rainy days because there will be a lot of that. Mm. Thank you, Job. How, how old are you again? Are you 19? Uh, yep, I'm 19. Are you turning 20? Uh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm turning 19 this year. You're turning 19 this year? Yep. Okay, so basically this advice is coming from like a young, su- successful uh, drummer. So <laughs> please keep that in mind. <laughs> I wouldn't say successful, you know, but it's relative. <laughs> I mean, relatively successful, I guess. <laughs> a 19-year-old drummer who is already doing gig and like living alone, getting money. I think people will, a lot of people will look up to you, especially as a drummer and especially as a singer who actually performed with a drummer like you. I actually look up to you a lot as in your drum skills and the adaptability as a musician. So. That's why I decided to invite you on my podcast. Thank you for joining.
thank you for the advice right. and the insight of your life. Might might have been a sensitive topic. All right, no no problem at all. Thank you okay. for having me. Thank you, Job. Okay, so right. thank you guys for introducing, and dear listeners, note that the contents discussed can be subjective and not applied to all students, meaning it's limited to the speaker's experience. Thank you, and see you later. Bye.